Yo, what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 180 of CEO Life. You're the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Today, I'm going to talk about giving yourself permission. You know, when I first took a boot camp with RSD Derek last year, I paid him about $2,700 for the boot camp, for a weekend boot camp, and the trip cost me a total of like $3,200. And I knew why I was going to go see him as well. And part of that was I felt like I needed him to give me permission to be myself. That's what I was really looking for. Because for a long time, I was very shameful. I won't say shameful, but I was like, uh, like can, can I say how I really feel? Really, really big people pleaser. And it took him in that room, in that hotel, the Trump Tower, to say, shamelessly be yourself, where I finally gave myself permission. And my life changed completely after that. And I was reading Mark Tim's book, Mentor to Millions, with Kevin Harrington. And one of Kevin's rules is... Your idea only needs to be about 80% planned. You only it only needs to make sense 80%. Because you're going to pivot so much that you don't need to have this perfect plan. And people wait way too long to develop this perfect plan before they finally take action. And as a result of that, they procrastinate way too much and like they get stuck in this in this loop. And I want you to think of what is it you've been procrastinating on? What, what do you feel like you need more information on? What do you feel like you need to be better equipped for before you have to take action? What do you feel like you need to learn more? Because in some cases, it's true. Like you don't want to start a drop shipping business without any kind of research first. And couple conversations with people who are successful or watching some videos or maybe even investing into a course from somebody who was successful in that business and you watch it, yeah, it makes sense to plan a little bit there. But there's certain things in your life that you have spent quite a bit of time on learning and you still aren't giving yourself permission to take action because you feel like you need to learn a little bit more. And the thing is, you'll never know enough. You're never going to feel confident enough. And the thing is, people think that confidence comes first. They have to feel confident first, and then they'll take action when it's completely backwards, where it's the action that you take is what builds the confidence. But the action is the leading indicator. It's the first thing you do. And then the confidence is a lagging indicator. So the difference between leading indicators and lagging indicators is with a leading indicator, it's something that you, that you, an action you take right now. But a lagging indicator is the result that you'll see, but you don't see that result for, for a few months or however long. It doesn't necessarily have to be concrete a few, mo- a few months. Like for example, meditation. 
you do some meditation, you're not just going to become this really calm, master of emotions kind of person after two or three days of meditation. The, these are the, the lagging indicators, the meditation, well, the, the leading indicators of the meditation. The lagging indicator is the feeling of calmness. It's the control over your emotions. It's the ability to focus over a long period of time. Those are lagging indicators. And with when it comes to confidence, confidence is a lagging indicator of action. It's not the opposite. Confidence doesn't come first. We feel like we need to feel great and understand everything before we take action. That is absolutely not the case. So I think we tend to discount ourselves. I think that we know quite a bit already and we just need to go move our feet forward and trust ourselves. And that's hard. It's, it's really, really difficult. So that's why when you're first starting out, especially in something that you've been you know, really procrastinating on, you got to accept the fact that you are going to fail massively up front. And just understanding that like, it's okay, I'm just going to learn. And, and that's it. And not judging yourself for the failure, but congratulating yourself for moving forward. Instead of focusing on rejections and humiliation, it's hard, believe me, it's very easy to focus on those things. But you got to exercise control over your focus and you got to look at, you know what? I actually took action. I actually moved forward. And you can even tell yourself, you know how long it's taken me to move forward? You know how long it's taken me to take action? I can't believe I did it right now. Man, that's, that's amazing. So long story short, I, wanna, I want you to give yourself permission to move forward. You don't need to know everything. It doesn't have to be concrete, 100% crystal clear, a to Z plan on exactly how you're going to execute because let's be real, that plan will likely go out the window like before you know it. And there you go, just spent so much time for some people, years of their time, of their time waiting for the perfect moment or waiting for the perfect knowledge to come across your plate where they finally feel confident. You're never going to feel confident if, if you keep waiting, if you keep procrastinating. So you have enough already. And I want you to plan this. Don't do too much planning, but I want you in the next 48 hours to do something in line that helps you get closer to that goal that you really want. It can be very small. And it may not go well. It's actually very likely that it's not going to go well. But you keep going. You know, uh, I compare this to jujitsu. When you go to jujitsu, the first six months, you're going to fail. You're going to get choked out like crazy. You're going to lose 
all the time. Even a year in, you're going to get choked out. You're, you're never going to stop. Actually, as a matter of fact, you're never, ever going to stop getting choked out. You're never going to stop being humbled in jujitsu. And the only way you become an expert in jujitsu, which, by the way, on average, it takes about 10 years for someone to get their black belt in jujitsu. It requires them like if if like they, they didn't get there by the first couple times they went to class and they're like, oh, I'm not good at this. I need to study more. I need no. It's like they had you have a coach and you practice and there's gonna be times where you don't feel like you're making any kind of progress. There's gonna be time where you feel like you've been the same at the same spot for months. You feel like you hit this plateau and it's very frustrating, but you keep going because when you keep going, that's you, sometimes it takes little minor adjustments alongside with the with the keep pushing, and before you know it, you get you you hit a a little breakthrough. You catch a stride. You get better. You see the difference. I remember when I was doing jujitsu, I was maybe around my fifth, sixth month, maybe seventh month. And I just felt like with the past couple months, I did not get any better at all. And I remember I was talking to a guy who was a higher belt. I'm like, do, do you ever feel like that? He's like, oh, I know you're, I know exactly what you're talking about. Just so many days you feel like you've made no progress at all. I, I know I know what you're talking about. And I remember having that conversation with them. And I just kept showing up. And before I knew it, maybe like in a month or two, I found myself being able to defend myself from certain things a lot better. I found myself in more dominant positions. I found myself submitting a little bit more than I uh, was previous to that. And that's because I just didn't give up. I just kept showing up. I just kept taking action. So take the action. It's the action that creates the confidence. Give yourself permission to fail and be grateful that you're on the journey because the journey is the reward. With that being said, Hope you enjoy this podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.